Welcome back to episode three of the Yimbo Reviews Everything podcast. If you decided to hang in there as a dedicated listener, I truly appreciate it. If you are just tuning in for the first time, hello, and feel free to check out the first two episodes. While I do try to talk about current things, I feel that this format allows me to cover a wide range of topics. So if you missed any of the previous episodes, look at the track description to see what was discussed and see if there's anything you'd like to go back and visit. I'd like to keep this a weekly thing, but in order to have enough content, I do encourage you to tweet me topics to discuss at Yimbo5 on Twitter. Last week, my wife made her first appearance on the show, and I really liked having her there to bounce things off of her. So much to her dismay, I said I would only record episodes when she's around. We'll see if she feels like dropping any knowledge on me as I go through today's items, but she's not feeling very well. She was We had a rough weekend. Huh, cutie pie? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, today we are going to start with movies. Uh, I saw two very good movies last weekend. One was in the theaters, and one is now available on demand or on DVD. The first one up is the latest James Bond movie, entitled Spectre. Uh, I'm hoping that you've seen the other Daniel Craig Bond movies up until this point. They all connect to one another, with, which really adds uh, layers to the character of Bond. Many of the other movies, um, while loved, they're essentially standalone stories. They can be great, but as someone who appreciates good character development, these movies bring more life to Bond, as in the Daniel Craig uh, movies. They bring more life to Bond than any of the other previous films. I didn't read any reviews of the film because I wanted to go in, um, I wanted to go in fresh to the movie, and I still haven't read any reviews since then because uh, I wanted to give you my own thoughts and impressions without them, you know, being influenced by outside forces. The only thing I did see about this week was a headline that read, Is the latest Bond movie always the best Bond movie? I'm not totally sure I agree with that if we're strictly looking at the past four Bond outings. Uh, once again, without spoilers, I do highly recommend this movie. It brings a potential close to the past four Craig Bond movies, but it does leave the opportunity for um, you know further movies to develop if he decides to keep the mantle of Bond, which... At this point, no one's really sure. Um, he's kind of all over the place when questioned about it. But going back to Spectre, um, the acting in it was great as usual. Uh, Chris, Christoph Waltz, who's better known for uh, his run as a Nazi in Inglorious Bastards, um, and then he was the bounty hunter in Django Unchained, he brings this lighthearted element to his villainy, which if you've seen those two movies, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I was disappointed in Dave Bautista's role as a hitman. As a pro wrestling fan, I love seeing my, you know, like the, the wrestlers I cheer for uh, kind of branch out and make their way into Hollywood, you know, uh, a la The Rock. But um, I was really pumped for, for Bautista because he was in Guardians of the Galaxy and was excellent as Drax. Uh, he was able to drop all, I mean, all the stuff that, was it all the he was able to do a great job with the um metaphors go over his head he's so literal he was so literal that's the word i was looking for thank you um but in this one he was silent it was really frustrating uh because even though his action scenes were amazing i guess i just was hoping for more um but again i'm this is a, this is a big budget movie and i am happy to see this you know former wwe superstar find some success in hollywood 
Uh, I was just going to rate Spectre, but it's, again, because it's kind of a conclusion to all four of the Craig movies, or at least it could be, I wanted to jump back a little bit and give a rating for each one. So, uh, Casino Royale, that gets three and a half out of five poker chips. That was the first of the Craig movies. Then it moved on to Quantum of Solace, which gets a three out of five Walther PPKs, which is Bond's gun of choice. Skyfall, which was the third, obviously, gets a four and a half out of five money pennies. And Spectre, I am giving a... I'm going to give this a four out of five martinis. Shaken, not stirred. Uh, Skyfall is definitely the best of the bunch, even though I am rating Spectre higher than Casino Royale. In a ranking, I would say that Casino is number two, um, if only because the events of that movie set the stage for all of them to exist. It is a much slower-paced movie than all four of them, all four Craig movies, but um, I personally, I really enjoyed the um, the poker scenes in that film. Uh, the suspense that was built. I mean, that's the, the story developed from those poker scenes. Um, so anyway, it, it is very close between Royale and um, Spectre in terms of my second favorite of the series. But anyway, those three are fantastic. Um, Quantum of Solace is probably the stinker of the bunch, but in when we're talking about good movies, it's not really that bad. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it, Compare it just pales in comparison to the other the other three. Inside Out was another movie we were able to watch uh, last weekend. It was just released on demand in uh, DVD Blu Ray. Uh, I guess t- a week ago Tuesday or a couple weeks ago. I'm not going to go through ranking all the Pixar movies, um, at least not today. But I can tell you that I love almost all of them. Uh, Brave and the Cars movies weren't my favorites. Uh, but, and I, you know, I still haven't seen Cars 2, uh, although I doubt I ever will. Um, I did want to see Monsters University, but that's the only other one that I haven't checked out yet. But they do have an amazing track record, and they know uh, just how to tug on the old heartstrings. So for Inside Out, the voice cast for the movie was fantastic, uh, with former The Office and Parks and Rec actors bringing life to different emotions. Um, there was Phyllis Smith as Sadness, Bill Hader as Fear, Louis Black as Ang- Anger, and Mindy Kaling as Disgust. And they perfectly captured each emotion, and the storyline set the stage for each one to step up and have their moments. Uh, it doesn't happen with each Pixar movie, but <laughs> more often than not, they do get me to tear up and even shed a tear or two, and this one was no exception. Um, they just, I don't know, they know how to tap into the feelings of nostalgia for childhood, love of family. Babe, you want to add anything to that? Um, school counselors love Inside Out. They do. And we would have been really waiting because, um, Bailey is a school counselor and she started in September. Uh, you had a bulletin board up at your, you know, in your office, right? Still there? It is. And... It was all over her Pinterest, and it was one of those that we couldn't wait to finally check out. So um, I'm very happy that we watched it. It was very good. Uh, you can't go wrong spending a couple hours watching this movie. Uh, I'm giving it a four to five core memories. 
And before I move on to the everything category, uh, I've been thinking about doing maybe smaller little reviews during episodes. Um, nothing that warrants long-winded explanation, but you know, like little quick hitters on things that come across um, my path. And I mention this because this past uh, Saturday, my wife and I watched episodes four and five of the original Star Wars trilogy. We're trying to, well actually I'm trying to give uh, Bailey a little education on Star Wars. Although, a lot of the questions that she had for me, I couldn't answer because while I do really enjoy the Star Wars uh, just franchise, I'm not as well versed in it as some of my friends or coworkers. Um so anyway, yeah, we watched episodes four and five. Episode four was um, Return of the Jedi. Episode five is Empire Strikes Back. So we'll... we'll um, um, it's not... It's A New Hope. Oh, that's right. Jedi? Return of the Jedi is the last one. Duh. Okay. See, this is, <laughs> this is my knowledge of Star Wars movies. No, um, yeah, so that's right. A New Hope was episode four. Uh, you Empire better Strikes just Back edit that out or you're going to have, like, hate mail from yeah. people. Um, so episode four, A New Hope, uh, what did you think, wife? You had seen it before, that's right? You had said that we maybe tried a few years ago to do this? We tried it a few years ago. This time I was a captive audience because I was too sick to You were too to sick fight, to move. To fight it. <laughs> so, perfect opportunity for the husband to put on Star Wars movies because I can't stop it from happening. <laughs> but it was, they were good. They, I mean, I can understand why there's so much love for them, um, but watching them again with, I guess, a new understanding of how movies work, and because it's been a while since I've seen either of those, uh, everything moves along very quickly. I think that was the biggest thing that we saw in both movies, right? Yeah. Like, all problems get solved within 10 minutes, I felt like. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other thing we noticed? Uh, Darth Vader is, uh, he likes to get his hands dirty. I, that's, a, that's like a big thing of respect that we have. We found newfound respect for Darth Vader because he's there. He's right he's there. getting it done. He's right there in the trenches. Um, he's a very hands-on boss. Super micromanager to the max. <laughs> it's absolutely. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big control freak. Um. And I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is such a jerk. Why didn't he tell Luke, hey, I don't want to tell you who your father is, but you might not want to be into Leia. <laughs> That's your sister. <laughs> Super gross. Yeah. like, and Oh, and then Bailey, you remember this. <laughs> As we're watching um, Empire. See, now these movies I don't mind talking about because if you haven't seen these and you're being spoiled, I mean, come on. It's <laughs> these, these are too old for you to have missed at this point. Too old and too big uh, in terms of movie uh, history. So, um, when uh, in Empire, so Obi-Wan is essentially the, the hologram, right? The voice in Luke's head, he pops up basically whenever he wants, either shows up or is able to talk to him. When Leia's leaning in to kiss him, or it, all the times that he looked lovingly on her, but in a romantic way, don't you think Obi-Wan could have just been, Luke, you might not want to do that. <laughs> right? I agree. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, old Ben. Old Ben Kenobi uh, kept his mouth shut. He was so talkative, except for, for that one big part. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't want to get involved in that. Yeah, he's like, I'm hands off. That's I'm just here to train him as a Jedi. He's <laughs> not there to tell you who you can't and cannot. You can, can love whoever you, you want. You can love whoever you want. <laughs> um, Crazy so, old man. Yeah, obviously, it's, you know, go check these movies out. Uh, the Force Awakens is coming out soon. Uh, yeah, so so bone up on your Star Wars. All right, now moving on to our final piece of the everything. First thing I'd like to talk about is uh, buying a car, the whole process. We had to go through it twice recently. Um, my car uh, just, <laughs> I brought in for an oil change, said, hey, there's a rattle. And it turned out that um, the repair cost would have essentially totaled it. So we had to go buy a car this July. And it was a death trap. It, it was. They actually said, uh, please don't drive this anymore. Uh and then, not, what, was it only a couple weeks? Three weeks? Two weeks? We had to go through it all over again, uh, because Bailey's car... Weeks? Months? How long, when did you get your car? You got your car in July. No, I said mine was in July. When was yours? Just... Just recently. That's in what November. I said we just had to go through this a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, I thought you meant, like, after yours. No, 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 no. So, yours. sorry, yeah. So, my, my car was, I had to get a new one in July. She got a new one um, just a couple of weeks ago. So anyway, the process of buying a car is miserable. When I first started teaching, uh, I was able to go buy one. And because I hate negotiating, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I just don't like it. I don't like feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. Um, I ended up buying my first car with, with, uh, through Scion because they're, they're part of Toyota. They were reviewed very well. And they had the no hassle pricing, so you could you didn't even have to argue. It was just like, no, this is the price. There's nothing else we're going to do for it, and it was very easy. This time around, with both of our cars, um, I don't know. I just I hate it. They, uh, they take hours, even though even when they shouldn't. Um, it's just, uh, I guess my my dad. I, I gave him a call before we bought Bailey's car. To say, hey, so this is the price that you know we're being offered, and he said, no, it's a good price. He's like, but if you know if you want to try to knock anything else off, go for it. And I did. I tried. Oh, this was his word of advice before we uh, before we went back in. He goes, yeah, just have fun with it. Like he loves it. He has this great game face. I've seen it firsthand. It's amazing. He's really he's, he's so good at it. That did not get passed down to me. Um, Bales, how are you as a negotiator? I play hardball. No. Oh, yeah, you play. No. She, no. <laughs> that's a lie. Yeah, we're both uh, not the um, the pit bull types. So the bottom line is, I mean, I think to for anyone, really, you just have to be comfortable with the price you decide to pay. Like, what, whatever you finally say, like, am I comfortable paying this? And then just go for it because you can't think about it anymore. I know I did that after buying my car. I was still, like, looking, and it's like, it's just, it's for me. Once you decide... You know what? I'm happy with this. This is what we got. Then that's it. Just you know, you you're gonna own this car now for the next how many years? So that's my only recommendation. Um, but other than that, I can't say enough worse things about buying a car. Even even in this age of the internet, where every you know, even with the research and just I don't know, it's just terrible. It's terrible dealing. I think dealing with uh, the salesman is just the worst. 
Um, so I'm giving the process of buying a car one out of five false smiles. What do you think about that? Fake smiles? Smarmy smiles? Yeah, I'm just getting the look. All right. Um, the other piece of everything I would like to talk about uh, is the Apple Watch. Oh, woof yourself. <laughs> I am a an accessory um, freak. I love buying accessories. I'm a captain accessory. Uh, and I've always loved the idea of... I mean, I love blending tech and accessories. So this this little uh, obsession for me started... Um, I've, I've per- I purchased the... Uh, what is it called? The Metal Watch, which is a smart watch. That was one of the early ones. I had that for a very short time. Then I had the pebble watch for a while uh a year plus i've also had the fuel the nike fuel band the fitbit force the jawbone up 24 and also the meal link heart rate monitor these are all the different things that i've owned and used um like religiously like every day that uh these things were on to monitor you know to get my notifications to monitor uh my workouts my steps you know all of that and they each had their pros and cons, uh, but I always held out hope that the Apple Watch was going to kind of encompass all of those things. And so far, it has done all of that. You know, it's exceeded my expectations. Um, it's not perfect, but it is almost there. Uh, I know one of the big knocks is the battery life and that you have to charge it every day. I don't care about that. I have a little charging thing on my nightstand, so I just throw it on there right before I go to bed. The only thing I miss is with the Fitbit and the Jawbone, they had a week or two battery life, which was great because then you also track your uh, sleeping. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't miss it at all. I mean, it's it's it, w- it was a nice thing to look at, just gathering all the data, but um, it's not it's not a big deal whatsoever. Uh, I did notice that the battery life did drop a little bit with um, OS 2. That's their next version of the operating software. Uh, so, you know, I have to keep a charger around just in case. It's usually only when I have multiple workouts or um, or even a single workout. So, like, this morning I worked out. Uh, it is now – so I woke, I woke up at 6, took it off the charger at 6. It's now 6.51 at night, and I'm at 25%. So it will last by the time I get upstairs and go to bed. So, you know, it does last. It lasts. But if I were to have had a second workout in there, it would probably be 10% or low, lower at this point. Um, but like I said, that's that only happens on those workout days um, because it's, it uses the heart rate monitor throughout that entire session. And you can turn it off, but then you kind of defeat the purpose. In terms of... The rumors for the next one, I know they're talking about, you know, FaceTime video calls. It, it's neat, but it's not really necessary whatsoever. I don't think it needs a camera. A better battery would really be the only thing I would want. Um, even if they could only make it two days with the battery, I would still probably charge it every night, but it would be nice to know that it would make it through an entire 24-hour day. But overall... Uh, I'm very happy with the purchase. Uh, I bought the Apple Watch Sport. I bought the 42, uh, I think it's millimeter edition. Uh, so it was $399. It's pricey. I had to sell all the other ones just to try to cut into the uh, into the cost a little bit. But 
I've enjoyed it, and I do use it all the time. And uh, I give it a four and a half out of five notifications. And my last everything topic for today is dealing with daily fantasy sites. Since you can't watch TV these days without seeing either a FanDuel or a DraftKings advertisement on, and it is a hot topic because uh, it's being debated whether or not it's gambling. Uh, Even John Oliver on his uh, last week today or last week tonight just did a whole segment on it this past Sunday. Um, So my take is I do play FanDuel. I play it for football only, and I make sure that it's maybe only five or seven bucks, maybe ten uh, on a weekend. But it's totally gambling. I know that the <laughs> it would be nice if this can stay how it's going, but with all the states starting to come down on it and, and try to get their money out of it, um, the bottom line is what they can make whatever arguments. It is gambling. You're not guaranteed to win anything. Um, the only reason I'm still even playing is because I think it was week three or four. I happened to win four fifty, four hundred and fifty dollars, which was great. Um, but you have to be smart about it because, like I said, it's it's totally gambling. You don't uh, win every week. That is for sure. And there are a lot of sharks out there. There's like these people that create their own alg- algorithms and they analyze statistics and. They even factor in with like I saw with baseball, they factor in current weather conditions in the stadium in order to select their the pitcher for that for that game. I mean, it's absurd. So um, you don't you're not guaranteed anything. It's fun because it adds that ex- little level of excitement while watching football or any you know any any of the other sports. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's it's fun, but you could. Get yourself in some serious trouble, in ter- you know, if you weren't smart about it. So, you know, what I what I've done is I set myself before the season, like, all right, I'm not going to spend any more than X amount of dollars, and then you have to hold true to that. Um, and like I said, fortunately, uh, so yeah, so you have to set yourself X amount of dollars uh, going in before the season to say this is how much I am willing to lose because you have to go into it with that mentality. I just, like I said, I happened to get lucky that one week. So now I've essentially been playing with house money. I I made sure that I covered any kind of money I put towards fantasy, other, you know, fantasy leagues this year with a little extra to put towards the credit card, which was nice. But yeah, I'm playing with house money for the rest of the season. Uh, if I wasn't, I would probably be already done. So I do hope it sticks around. It would be nice. Uh, it, it is a nice feature to, to have on a Sunday. Um, Instead of spending time with your wife. Hey, I first of all, how it doesn't take. I don't spend hours of time reading into it. It's just watching it. Well, yeah, just it's Red Zone. It's the, it's the NFL Zombie Network. Um. So no, I of course I'm spending time with you. I just happen to be watching football. <laughs> I'm getting the eyebrows up. Look. Uh. So anyway, final rating is three out of five lost dollars. Because ultimately it is a lot of fun, but if you're not smart, you can lose a lot of money. And uh, next week, I think I'm going to be good for today. This is not the longest uh, episode ever, but that's okay. You don't need hours of me talking in your ear every every week. Um, 
I did pick up uh, Black Ops Three, the Call of, the new Call of Duty game, and I have been playing it uh, a decent amount. But I I'll do a more in depth um, review of it next episode. I was able to give you a little game update. I was able to finish up Stone Cold Showcase mode in WWE 2K16, which again was a lot of fun, especially if you are a fan of Steve Austin. And finally, don't forget to check out the other podcast I'm a part of, which is First Time Long Time. We watched and discussed Saving Private Ryan, uh, which by chance coincided with uh, Veterans Day. Remember, you can follow that on Twitter at FTLT Podcast. And as for me, I'm Yimbo5 on tw- Twitter. That's Y-I-M-B-O number five. You can listen to both of these podcasts on iTunes, and then you can also listen to this podcast over at SoundCloud.com, and then get slash Yimbo Reviews Everything. Once again, I truly thank you for tuning in and indulging me with this new hobby. Definitely send me suggestions for movies, shows, and literally everything else for me to discuss. Until next time, this is Yimbo, and you've just been reviewed. Reviewed.